I'm, I'm kind of out of it still. It was a long night. I did not get much sleep. Not, you didn't, huh? No, no. I kind of ate some food that doesn't sit well and uh, woke up ready to puke several times and nothing came out. So I had to just steal the stomach pains the entire morning. Lovely. Yeah. Did you uh, not fun. Did you get some Pepto-Bismol or something or what? No, no. Just dealt with it. Mm. Don't have any of that stuff. So Are, are you going to... Are you going to be good to roll with oh, yeah. uh, episode 63.5? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Just tired. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. It's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheel It with Keith and Johnny Orange. Broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio. They're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up. Here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. So we have a ghost in the studio. I mean, you can clearly hear them walking somewhere. Yeah, this just sounds like, I tell you what, the new studio, when we get that thing done out there, it's going to have to have so much padding or, or whatnot, <laughs> you know, just... Or nobody else in the building when we record. Or that, or that. So it's been a while. How you been, man? Exhausted. New job and other job are kind of clashing, and I'm and one day's you know days off from the main job are kind of taken up by days of the second job, and it's been really busy. You, uh, it's been a big adjustment to you. I know to go from being unemployed to working a part time job, huh? Oh, full time. Part time. Forty hours a week. You're terrible at math. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay 40 hours a week mm-hmm. is how many hours a day are you working nine something or other are you doing five are you doing five four, in five, four days i'm doing 40 hours so so you're doing four tens basically yeah okay and then how many hours are in a day 24 okay what's half of 24 12 so you're working less than half a day true so you're working part-time right now Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right. But then my weekend job is I'm away from home with all of that out on the in the sun. Yeah, I'm on a boat, but I'm dealing with sunlight and watching, you know, having to watch everybody, make sure they're all safe doing their diving thing and all that. You get no sympathy from me. No, uh, I know. I'm just saying because, you know, for the last year, I've been working like 60 hours plus a week, 70 yeah. hours, and you're always like, oh, okay, well, you're good to podcast, right? We're just, and, you know, now you're working 40, <laughs> and I'm like, you're good to podcast. And you're like, oh, man, I got to wait till a week I have off. Well, no, it's the scheduling. I work 11 to 8.30, four days a week. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to come down and do it after, but I'm not going to get here till like 9.30. <laughs> I mean, I could make it happen I, if we had to do just, you know, one episode a week again or, or however we do it. But We want to do that. We can. Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so. Well, listeners, uh, we need to give you a little bit of a... Catch uh, up. <laughs> uh, well, catch up and a disclaimer. So first of all, we've been off for about three weeks. It's been that long? Yeah. Wow. We attempted about two weeks ago to do a Facebook Live-only yep. video, which the uh, video quality was pretty dark, and then on top of that, the audio quality was way quiet. Um, and I remember we, towards the end, the video got real jerky because I was slapping mosquitoes every three seconds. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's my apology. We but. did it outside <laughs> in the driveway of the Whelan Studio Basically, uh, of course, we, we do this out of a home, and 
we were working on some cars and trucks out there, and we thought it'd be something different to try. I thought it went pretty cool. But we we actually had a great conversation oh, about yeah. some. We did a review of an aftermarket brake system. You can still watch it. It's still up on our Wheeling page on Facebook. But you know, forewarning: unless you have really good ears, <laughs> or you can really crank the speakers on your phone or your desktop computer or something like that. Uh, you're not going to hear it very well because <laughs> it, it is very, very quiet. Not my fault. No, 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 no. This had yeah, nothing to not do with Andrew, Andrew, the producer. Andrew, in no. there, so. I'll record it on a cell phone that was duct taped to a tripod. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was part of the problem. I took, yeah. in the middle of this last three weeks, I took my annual family vacation mm-hmm. uh, for almost a week. Andrew, a different week, took a uh, vacation out to the East Coast. Yep. And... Uh, you uh, are adjusting Just to severe scheduling your... conflicts. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> but uh, do you, what do you want to do? You want to do kind of a, a quick recap of '63, just to give our our listeners. We probably should do it some fair justice, because I know that uh, that nice little award you got over there kind of tied in with that whole event or that whole night. Yeah, it really <laughs> did. Uh, so that night was that the night that we actually had the breakdown and everything. Yeah, that we had to plug the vacuum hose with a forty caliber bullet. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm amazed that it fit so perfectly. That was awesome. So, uh, what John's talking about there, folks, is I have mentioned on the show a couple of times that I have a '55 Chevy Bel Air. It was my first car purchased when I was 15 years old. I've had it all these years. It's been in dry storage for about 20 years now. And as I've mentioned before, I have joined, uh, become a member of the Scroungers Worldwide Car Club. And I wanted to get back into the car scene as well as the truck scene that I'm in. Uh, Got the 55 going again. We did a disc brake conversion, power brake conversion to the car for modern traffic. Some modern wheels and tires. uh, Well, semi-vintage actually, kind of like an (laughs) 80s style, but more modern than 55. And um, John and I did a big test drive. We also had a special guest, Mm -hmm. um, John Freeman, the president of Michigan Scroungers. Unfortunately, like I said, uh, the audio quality is not very good there, but yeah. uh, it's worth a, a quick watch if you want to. I think it's about a 35-minute video or something like that. I don't even think it's that long. No? I thought it was pretty short. But okay. Yeah, um, went for an awesome test drive afterwards. Well, yeah, we were, we were trying. So it was, this was a thrash fest on a Friday night trying to get to a the Pied Piper 2020 car show put on by the Hood Rats Detroit uh, down in Warren. And I really wanted to get to that show. I heard it was just an absolute blast last year. Uh, a lot of rockabilly type stuff. They had the uh, rockabilly band, um, barbecue. They had all sorts of entertainment there. And it was a free show, completely free. Nice. Uh, you know, and just a real nice smattering of cars. Well, anyways, uh, like you said, it was an interesting. We we took it for a test drive, mm-hmm. and uh, so we made it <laughs> to the next town north. Uh, this is about. I don't know what ten thirty at night, something like that. Uh, thereabouts, yeah. a little later maybe. <laughs> and we're we're driving up the next town north. We're about eight miles away, kind of doing a shakedown run of the car. First time the car's really been on the road out of town in twenty years, mm-hmm. and the car started breaking itself right there on the bridge. Bre- breaking as in brakes catching, not as in falling apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that was part of the trick of the so-called bolt-on brake kit for the 55 mm-hmm. that was not truly a brake a bolt-on kit it took some modification to make it work yeah and i had the adjustment rod for the power brake booster a little bit 
uh, too long, mm-hmm. and it caused the front brakes to just hang up. And so we pulled over to a gas station and got out to adjust the brakes, even though we didn't have any tools with us. Uh, yeah. Bad on us to shake down, run, no yeah. tool bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a knife mm-hmm. and a gun. <laughs> well, you know, hey, it works, right? Yeah, and uh, so what John's well, the talking gun about came in handy. <laughs> well, a, the original idea was to disconnect the brake booster and hope that uh, we could just kind of push through it, which seemed like it was going to work. But we needed something to plug off the vacuum line <laughs> to the brake booster. John put a forty caliber bullet in it. Yeah, it fit perfect. I mean, it was a perfectly snug fit. It was yeah. surprising. I'm not going to lie. We ended up not driving it like that because I called my boy uh, as we were sitting there. Uh, it was spitting antifreeze out the grill. Oh yeah, and so. Called him up and I said, "Hey, uh, Preston, bring me a half inch wrench, a nine sixteenths wrench, and an egg." <laughs> I, I just I so vividly remember you going, "Yes, an egg, mm-hmm. not a hard boiled egg, just a regular egg." Just a regular egg, yep. Always wanted to try the old MacGyver <laughs> trick: eggs in the uh, radiator, and uh, much to our surprise, it worked. Yep, <laughs> we, we put an egg in the radiator. It plugged up the hole. We were able yep. to adjust the brakes and get back to home uh back at uh, that ghost again yeah there's the ghost yeah yeah (laughs) yeah anyways anyways (laughs) um well we were able to get back there we got it all the way back and um you know then the next morning uh which you were not privy to no but uh um the uh there we go it was a bad time to turn around what the hell man (laughs) (laughs) which you're not privy to, uh, John got a hold of me, John Freeman, not you, John. No. And uh, he said, hey, uh, I made some calls last night, early this morning, and a mutual friend of ours in the Scroungers Club has got a radiator for the car. That's awesome. I says, great. He says, I'm going to run over and grab it to you. I'll bring it over. So we slapped the radiator in the car, and it leaks worse than the one that was in it. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. So... <laughs> He calls up, because uh, the guy had said, hey, give me 30 bucks if it works, you know? Mm-hmm. So he calls, and it, plus it was the wrong radiator for the car. It, oh. was, it was a 57 radiator, which will work in a 55, but it was a V8-style radiator. Gotcha. And my car is set up with a six-cylinder radiator, even though it has a V8 in it. Yeah. Um, I needed the six-cylinder-style radiator. Gotcha. And uh, so he calls up, and he says, hey, man, sorry, the radiator didn't work. And uh, mutual friend, Dennis, he says... Oh, you know, I got another buddy just down the road from you guys that might have something. <laughs> so he calls him and calls us back, and he goes, "Yeah, he's got a radiator sitting on the shelf." So nice. We drive over there. This is like nine nine thirty in the morning. We drive over. Sure enough, this guy's got a fifty-seven six-cylinder radiator hmm. in darn near mint condition. Nice. Uh, guy's name is Steve. Great guy. We talked to him a little bit about the podcast and what we do with the museum and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, hey, he goes, just take the radiator. I said, let me no, let me give you something. Let me buy you dinner or something. No, no, no. He says, you, hmm. you might have something in the future I need. He goes, just take it. So he just gives me the radiator cool. for the car. Came back, slapped the radiator in the 55, and zoomed all the way down to the Pied Piper show. Nice. Got there just as everybody was rolling in. Nice. And uh, about 100, 150 cars showed up. Oh, wow. It was, nice. it was a great time. Nice. And uh, they heard through myself and John, we were just talking to some of the club members about our Thrash Fest. And the club ended up deciding uh, they picked my car for club choice. Cool for the car, and that's why I got that award cool. sitting over there with Very the piston, cool. and it says Hood Rats on it. And, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that was a lot of fun. That was yeah, that was a good time. That but, is awesome. Um, episode on episode sixty three, 
we talked about i know we we talked about john and the scroungers and mm-hmm. things like that uh we also did that uh, uh product review of the 55 oh, the system yeah. brake system which was made i don't remember now actually so maybe we shouldn't go into a product review right now <laughs> i don't remember who made that now eh, it I was basically know. a generic ebay kit yeah okay and it was through a uh oh i remember now um the seller is um uh, motor not motor city um I think it was like Motor Town Customs or something like that okay. or something like that. Well, anyways, if you go onto eBay and you look for 55 Chevy disc brake kit, this thing will pop up. It's nice. a complete bolt-on kit, supposedly. Uh, there was a couple things. One of the brake lines that came with the kit, I don't even know what it's supposed to be for. It doesn't even <laughs> remotely fit the car. Yeah, it's possibly got the wrong one in the kit or something. I talked to another guy that bought the same kit and he had the yep. same issue. Oh, uh, gotcha. So, the yeah. brake booster, <clears throat> the studs are too long on it. You got to cut the studs on it. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, that rod that goes to the brake pedal is like two and a half inches too long. You got to trim that down too. Yeah, that's what a lot of those kids are designed for stuff like that, though. A little bit of adjustment to make it work. Or they, they just give you that to adjust it for what you need. Yeah. So I've seen that in some of the, the Hydro Boost conversions that they make for the Jeeps. It's the same thing. It gives you a generic set, and yeah. then you cut to fit. So. Well, but, you know, don't advertise it as a full-on bolt-on kit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, exactly. same thing, the front brake hoses. Uh, the said you could just put them in the stock mounts on the 55 frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hole to go through with a clip for the brake hose is mm. give or take about an eighth of an inch too small uh, head hog out the holes a little bit get mm. her in there i mean all minor stuff for a car guy oh yeah yeah and then just a slight annoyance um with the kit they do not say when you buy it online there's no disclaimer whatsoever that the design of the kit requires an alignment after putting it on oh because it mounts the caliper brackets to the back side of the spindle oh. behind the steering arm. So it actually yeah. moves the steering arms inboard five-eighths of an inch on either side. Oof. Oof. So it ends up throwing your toe way off on the car. Yeah. You got to uh, redo that. And, yeah, that's irritating. <laughs> and that has been a challenge in the last two weeks. Oh. Well, I set it with a tape measure as best I can, like I do when I build a truck. Yeah. You know, the, you've ever done that? Well, you and I have done that yeah. together, the toe on a yeah. axle. A couple times. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to do a full-on caster camber, like real, it's, you know, real alignment on this thing. Yeah. Went to the local alignment place. Guy's like, oh, yeah, no problem. I've got all the specs in the computer for a 55 Chevy. No mm-hmm. problem. Blah, blah, blah. Bring the car down there. He looks at it, and he goes, oh, no, that's not going to work with those wheels you got on it. I said, what do you mean it's not going to work with those wheels? He goes, they're too wide in the rear. I can't get my um, my computer oh, yeah. eyeball device. And I said, oh, okay. I said, I'll go home, and I'll put the stock wheels back on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I rush home. Pit crew thing, he's going to be closing in 45 minutes, swap yeah. out all four wheels and tires real quick, drive back, and he goes to put it on, and he still was like three-quarters of an inch. Ooh. He's like, oh, Bummer. it's not going to work, man. So then um, I drive over to another place in town. He's got the exact same machine yep. as that guy. Third place, same thing. I have yet to find <laughs> someone semi-locally they all have this same brand of computer machine that requires yep. them going off the rear wheels. Yep. I need someone with an old-fashioned alignment rack. Hmm. The old school ones. I know one guy, but he's backed up like two months right now. Oof. And uh, I don't know if anyone is any any of my contacts all came to us for alignments when I was at the dealer. 
I may and, just end up buying an old one on uh, Marketplace or something. Yeah, I'm sure they're out there. Oh, they are. I've seen them on there before. <laughs> yeah. uh, full-on old-school analog alignment racks for 800 bucks. That's not too bad. But then, you know, you got to store the thing. You yeah. Gotta, it's a drive-on thing, so i got to put it outside for now oh, until the barn's yeah. done. And I don't really want an alignment rack in my shop <laughs> that takes up that much space. Yeah, so. it can, yeah. So I don't know. I'll find somebody that can do it, but I'm going to wait until after I uh, do a few more modifications to the front yeah. end. I think I'm going to put some different upper control arms and stuff on nice. it. Nice. That works. Get the uh, steering geometry a little bit different for more yeah. modern speeds and all that. That works. But. That works. So when are you going to lift it? <clears throat> Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, if I was going to build a, a gasser, that's kind of what they did. They solid axled those things, you know, back in the day. And they liking where this is going. You know, I'm not doing it with that car, but oh, uh, you know, another put one. Put a transfer case in it, and then uh, yeah, start to have some fun with it. <laughs> Every once in a while, I get this idea in my head, and I, and I doubt I'd ever do it to this car. Mm-hmm. But I get this idea in my head that building an all-wheel drive 55 Chevy Ooh, would be interesting. That would be sweet. <laughs> you know, use like uh, um. Olds Bravada front subframe or uh, maybe a Chevy Trailblazer, something that's all-wheel drive. Yeah. Uh, weld the front frame onto that. I've seen that done once with an Olds Cutlass where the guy had a uh, like a 600-horse LS6 in it. <sighs> yeah, and he could do four-wheel burnouts in the Cutlass. That see, was, that would be awesome. I'd love to see that done to an old car like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the originality and the uniqueness of an old car being original, but just something like that, like, like a... Think like a sleeper style. Yeah. But four by four and just a crap ton of power. Oh, absolutely. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's something I've thought too uh, for a, a work van for uh, my work. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the old Chevy Astros. Yeah. And they made an all wheel drive version of the Chevy Astro. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people don't realize is you can swap out the all wheel drive transfer case out of those for a full time transfer case out of an S10. Ooh. Bolts right in. Nice. And now you got a four wheel drive Astro nice. bolt together, very little modifications. I know a guy who did that with, a, I think it was an E350 van. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, four wheel drive and built the crap out of the engine. Well, that's not a factory four wheel drive, but yeah, no, it, no it's a it's, swap, like a Quigley or something we've talked about yeah, before. You wouldn't, you're looking at this until you hear it fire up you wouldn't think anything of it yeah and that's what i love the idea of doing that with the commando putting the supercharger in there and then just build the engine up you know it kind of sleeper style like i said yeah. i think that would be awesome i was going to send you a link the other day i saw something on marketplace someone was selling one of those vintage mccullough belt driven uh oh, superchargers they nice. wanted 300 bucks for it or something like that's that not bad. <laughs> no probably needs a rebuild but i mean it yeah. was uh I was, that's what I told you before. You had to mount one of those in the front of the engine. That, that's the one that looks like a, a turbo charger. Yeah, right? they look like okay, a turbo, yeah. but they've got a belt drip. But they're yeah. not they're not good for like a lot of boost. But no, this this is only a few psi boost kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways, it's not well depending on what I do to it. Sure, <laughs> it's I want to max this engine out. I want to do as much as I possibly can to this block. So yeah. it's not going to be cheap. I know that. Oh, well, there you go. I said, I got a buddy of mine who listens. He used to build race engines. Talk to him about it. He's going to give me a hand when I get to that point. So I'm, I'm really excited to start that project, but I got so much other crap to finish first. Yeah, how's the old XJ coming along? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Did it get scrapped? No, no. I've just, I haven't had any time to even look at it twice. Mm. But I have everything for the radio for it now. Well, I had ordered a mount cage from some guy in the UK, and that's still sitting at Customs in Florida. You're driving the TJ, though? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't today just because I, I want to put gas. In my, I borrowed my dad's car for the weekend, so I want to put some gas in it, fill it up for him. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but I've been driving that every day to work. Everything's going really well with that. 
So nice, nice having suspension again. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Well, so. you know, uh, catching up on a few things as well. I'm not sure if we mentioned it or how much we mentioned it uh, on episode 62. Well, I, no, we did. I, I told you that Stephanie had put a deposit down on a Land oh, Rover yeah, yeah, LR3. Yeah. Yep. She now has it, drives it daily. Nice, nice. We've. Do you ever figure out what cactus mode is? It's my mm. only question. Apparently, it's for desert off-roading or something like that. Yeah. Nice. So this thing's got this selectable transfer case. It's got five or six different modes on it. And, of course, it's got the air suspension that lifts and lowers the vehicle. <laughs> That's cool to it see. Is, it is cool. Lie. It is cool. Yeah. Uh, it, we have uh, we've only had one issue or two issues with it in three weeks of ownership, so that's not a great track record. But <laughs> um, the first one, we had a coil go out on it, which is apparently pretty common on those. Mm-hmm. Got that fixed pretty quickly. And there is a definite brake vibration. I believe mm. it's got warped rotors. We just went online last night and ordered up the rotors and brake pads for it because they were super cheap for it, really. Mm-hmm. I think I think the ceramic-coated, like, really nice ones were like $79 for the whole kit or something. So oh, that's not bad. No, so we, we ordered that up and... It did uh, from that American braking company, the drilled slotter rotors and all that. We didn't go with the drilled and slotter uh, ones just because those were like twice the price. But um, hmm. you know, we did. There's a place my dad found them once. Can't I can't remember. Drill it was, press. Well, it's not quite the same. <laughs> okay. But no, it was it was like three hundred bucks for front and rear pads and rotors, all ceramic pads, drilled and slotted rotors, all made in the U.S. It was really good quality stuff. Yeah. And I, I think we did uh, three or four pad slaps on them before the rotors finally got to be junk. Gotcha. I mean, it, it was impressive. Yeah, uh, that's what I put on the 55 was um, the drilled and slotted rotors. Yeah. I did nice. that. I don't know where they were made. It didn't even say on them. So, I mean, they could have been made in China, could have been made here, Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but yeah, and the ones for the rover, I, like I said, I don't know where those were coming from either we'll see yeah we'll see what the the quality is we did take it up north though Mm -hmm. um last weekend when we went on our vacation and did a little bit of i wouldn't say two tracking we did some dirt road running with a little bit i took the kids out one day and we did uh a game that we play sometimes um where you flip a penny you go left or right depending on heads or tails huh and uh so we were just doing this random adventure through northern michigan nice and uh did some back roading with it and it handled very nicely it was uh what i'm most impressed with is how the thing with the air suspension handles washboard roads oh you you hit those washboard roads and it just kind of floats over them it like it like levels and just as you're going along that's awesome that is awesome so I'm, I'm yeah, pretty no, impressed Nothing with that. I drive does that. <laughs> oh, no. No, I... It's uh, bye-bye fillings. <laughs> in fact, uh, I drove the 55 to work the other day mm-hmm. down to Detroit doing 80, 80, 85 miles an hour on the freeway. Nice. And I have no rear shock absorbers and... Oh, I forgot about that. Blown out front shock absorbers. Yeah. And when I hit bumps on the on the freeway, that was a little hairy. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, Plus, I don't have an alignment on it right now either. Yeah. So it's pulling every which way, I imagine. Yeah, I think uh, unless it's an absolute emergency, that thing's getting only driven around town right now, 60 <laughs> yeah. miles an hour stop, uh, you that's, know, tops. That's kind of what I had to do with the Jeep for a while there. Is it just, I didn't want to crunch that oil pan into the axle again. Mm-mm. So it was local stuff, you know, 20 miles or less. But it's fixed now. So Yep. Yeah. Well, man, I tell you what, we've done kind of a catch-up deal. I think this is a, a good catch-up episode for mm. our listeners. Um 
Maybe let's touch on a little bit of news real quick, and uh, and then we'll roll off into the next episode. But sounds good. Um, the uh, news wise, Wheels in the Woods 2020 is on for sure. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I don't know that we've announced that on the podcast yet or not. I don't remember. Everything's but, kind of a blur from the last like two months. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be in Clay Township, Michigan, and it is October 10th. Mm. You'll be on the grounds about 10 a.m. now. Uh, for our listeners who are in Michigan, be aware that you know we're fully uh, acknowledging that there is various um, restrictions on oh, yeah. gathering sizes and things like that. Now, we believe that we are going to be okay by October to have essentially an unlimited size for the show. Mm-hmm. If we are not... Our, we're going to have kind of a tentative plan. We might turn it into a cruise mm. or something, but no matter what, we are doing something on October yes. 10th. We're doing Wheels in the Woods is the plan, but if for some reason we're not allowed to all gather in the same spot, then this might be a car show on wheels or something. Yeah, change we'll, on the fly. We will... We'll keep everybody updated, of course, as we as, as, as news develops. We'll keep you updated. Yep. And best place to go for that is there's an event page on Facebook. Just type in Wheels in the Woods 2020. Yeah. Wheels in the Woods 2020 is going to uh, have all the information, up-to-date information on there. And that's where we're going to uh, continue with that. But uh, And then um, what I was really happy about, uh, our sponsor... So. Uh, being that we only had a couple months to prepare this year because we weren't sure a few months ago whether or not we yeah. were going to do wheels yep. due to the whole Rona thing, um, we uh, you know we didn't really push out there for sponsors. We didn't hit the trail trying to find people mm-hmm. um, you know to raise money for the show. So made a couple quick phone calls and said, "Hey, uh, to our sponsors from last year. Mm-hmm. Hey, last minute thing, um, but I need an answer now." Yeah. Uh, because I got to get the awards in, you know, who would like to sponsor some awards this year? And I was blown away. Uh, my brother, Codette's True Value, mm-hmm. um, took 20 of the awards. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, immediately. And then Michigan Specialty Coatings and Michigan uh, Specialty Coatings Electrical Division, I think is what you call it, or MSC Electrical. Um, they are the same... Co- two companies under the same header. Yeah. Um, they took the other 20. Oh, cool. And so... We originally were going to do about 35 awards this year mm-hmm. because we're inviting the cars and tr- the cars as well. I say, did we ever announce that to them? I, you know, I'm not sure that we did. So why don't you talk about that yeah. for a second, John? So basically, we're opening this up to everybody. It's there's, an all-vehicle yep. show. There's a lot of car shows that got canceled this year. And rather than leave all those folks that love doing that kind of thing out in the cold, uh, we're welcoming everybody with open arms to ours. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have awards for you. Yeah. So, yep. um, so it's not just to show up and be there. It's a show up and still have a chance to win something. Exactly. And we're going to have, so we're, we're still going to have 35 awards that are judged by the public. Mm-hmm. And then we have five awards that can be won through our trivia contest or through the, the kids power wheel contest or nice. through the, uh, RC car contest. Nice. And so those are all events that uh, you can win an award in as well. There's five other awards there. So in total, there'll be 40 awards. And um, I love it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a great time. We're gonna have, oh, yeah. you know rat rods, customs, lead sleds, four by fours, mud boggers, um, you know bikes. Heck, you want to trailer your boat? We don't have any boat awards this year, but you know, huh. 
haven't thought about that. You want to bring a boat? Bring a boat. You know that would be interesting. I'd say. I mean, it's off road, so (laughs) I'd say you could drive up the creek uh, that is behind the Wheels in the Woods property, and with as much rain as we've had the last couple days, it it might might work. It might be possible. Yeah, but uh, no guarantees there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, all vehicle show, and you know, come on out, folks. Uh, Like John said, we are. You know, opening it to everyone this year, yeah. and I don't know if this will be an annual thing or if it'll be this year only. But we'll try it out, see how it goes. We'll see we'll how go it from goes. There. Um, reminds me, we got that next board meeting coming up for that. Yeah, so tomorrow. we might have some more news and announcements after that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, John, uh, I think this has been a good one. Um, we've kind of caught up on the news and everything going on, and uh, you know, why don't you like uh, do, do your thing, buddy? Uh, gotta spend so long. See if I can remember this. <laughs> All right, here I'll, I'll give you some prompts. Really if they want to find more, if they oh, want to yeah. inter- if they want to talk to us, where's the best place to do that? I mean, you can call us. Okay, John's number <laughs> is. No, if you go on facebook.com slash groups slash four by four talk, or just type in four by four talk four x four in your search bar, you can find our page. Ask any questions you have. A lot of interactive posts, people posting pictures of their builds and stuff. That's the easiest way to reach us. Uh, if you would like access to more specialty content that we do, we do have the after show called The End of the Trail. You can access that at patreon.com slash radio. Lowest $2 a month get access to a lot of bonus content, which we need to update that one too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, of course, a huge thank you to Mr. Andrew, the producer. Without him, none of this would be possible, and you wouldn't get to uh, have to hear our voice, you know, once a week and all that. So, absolutely, maybe some of you blame him for that. I, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, just a big thank you to everybody who listens, continues to follow us, and have a good one, everybody. <laughs>